Hey everyone, welcome to Hey Beautiful, the podcast where we binge and recap every episode of How I Met Your Mother one week at a time. So suit up, grab a sandwich, and settle in. I'm Kate Gorton. And I'm Caitlin Turner. (laughs) (laughs) And this is very clearly our first episode. We don't know what we're doing yet. (laughs) But we do know we love How I Met Your Mother. So um, let's hear a little bit about the episode, Caitlin. All right. So this episode is titled The Pilot. It first aired on September 19th, 2005. It was directed by Pamela Fryman and written by Carter Bays and Craig Thomas. Fabulous. Yeah. All right. So we're just going to go through this scene by scene, break it down, talk about how we feel about it. Um, and just so you know, we are obviously both obsessed with this show. We have been since since the jump. And if you want to learn more about us, we have a little intro podcast up, but we're just going to dive right into it. So scene one, we open on the year 2030. What? Which is really, it's not even close to being now it's still 12 yeah. 12 years away which is wild. which is crazy you know and i couldn't believe this aired 12 years ago yeah it's the same age as my son oh <laughs> 12 years ago this started mm-hmm. and i mean the fashion tells it that story but oh. we'll we'll get to that yeah. um all right so it's it's the year 2030 we open on um a voiceover of two dad of two dads <laughs> we open <laughs> We open on a voiceover of a dad talking to two kids, and it's Bob Saget's voice, which we all know well. From Full House, of course. Yep, and America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. Um, so uh, this father is talking to his kids and saying, I'm going to tell you the story of how I met your mother. And then we see who he is, and it's actually Josh Radner, also not Bob as- Saget. Right, not Bob Saget, which is kind of right. weird. Right, <laughs> and so we meet our we meet our main our main character, and that's Ted, Ted. Mosby. Ted Mosby. Ted Mosby, and Ted is an architect in New York, and he's living in New York City with his best friend Marshall, who was his roommate from college. And yep. Marshall's got some exciting news to share with Ted. Um, right after you see um, the kids, it's. Marshall and he has he's down on a knee and he's got this ring box up and you think he's proposing and then the camera moves back and it's Ted. <laughs> and and it's, shocker, spoiler alert, they're not gay. No, they're not gay. No. Marshall's practicing. And the first thing I thought when we got to this scene and we actually saw them was, oh my god, they look like babies. <gasps> Same. Although I have to say I feel like Josh Radner kind of looked the same throughout the most part, but I don't know if it was Marshall's yeah. hair or oh my God, Jason Segel. Yeah. I don't know if it was his hair. It was all kind of messy or what, but he looked like such a baby. Oh, my Soft God. Soft little baby. Little baby. Yeah, so uh, so Lily, we find out that Marshall is proposing to Lily, his fiance. Uh, we don't see her yet, but we know that the three of them have a pretty intimate relationship because uh, Ted <laughs> says, please don't have sex on our kitchen floor. And, and then talks about all, how he's been there for all their for firsts. For a lot of their first, yeah. first other um, things and being on the top bunk. And yeah. If you went to college, you're probably familiar with that scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fucking gross. Pretty gross. Uh, and then uh, we cut to hearing what 
Ted's going to be doing that night while Marshall's, you know, making this huge step forward in his life. And we meet Barney for the first time. Barney Stinson. And he also looks like a baby. And his hair was so blonde. Oh, my God. I wrote that note. I went, we met Barney. Yeah. So blonde and shaggy. 2005. Yes. What a time. You know? That was fucking crazy. And, you know, of course, the first thing Barney says is something so offensive and gross. <laughs> About how he used to be into half Asian girls. But now he's, Lebanese girls are, are where yeah. it's at, basically. It's all about the Lebanese girls. Yes, yes, yes. And this is the first appearance of Suit Up. Yep, first time we hear a lot of Barney's catchphrases, like Suit Up, What Up. Um, and then when they eventually get to the bar, it's one of Barney's favorite games to play. Have you met Ted? Yep, and so, yep, that takes us into the next scene. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a pilot, so we're getting a lot of the, sort of the recurring stuff, which is great. Um, The first thing I have for this scene, when they're first in the bar, is that Ted is wearing a really aggressive (laughs) brown corduroy jacket. Yeah, yeah. Wow, man. When he walked in, I was like, damn, that, it's 2005, clearly. It is just Earth Tone City. Yep. And uh, this isn't a spoiler, but that shit is not going to let up. No. I think the, it's, it's just oof. who he is. Yeah. And, I mean, this this whole season is just all, like, browns and greens. I don't know what that was about. Oh, but, good, um, good, uh, good eye on that one. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, so the first little hint we get... Um, about Barney is that Ted talks about looking into the future and being the weird middle-aged bachelor their kids call Uncle Ted Mm -hmm. but in the voiceover he refers to Barney to his children as Uncle Barney yeah so it's like is Barney this weird middle-aged bachelor now like what's going on with that breaks the fourth wall a little bit yeah um one of my favorite parts um you know because Barney talks about you know suiting up and you're talking about when Fred Oh, my God, Fred. <laughs> when Ted and Barney first meet. Um, yes. And and he says something about, like, he wore a suit that one time, and Barney is just incredulous. He's like, it was a blazer. And, that, <laughs> and that's, like, a recurring theme, too, is that, like, Barney's always very disappointed in his friends for never suiting up because yeah, it's important to him. Yeah, and for never living up to his expectations of, like, being a dude in the city. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, Ted's talking about you know, having this really hard time with this big change that his friends are going through, this take this huge step forward. And all Barney can say is, you're not even supposed to be thinking about getting married until right, you're not 30. until you're 30. You're 27. You have three years. Put it off. No need yeah. to rush it. Yeah. So things that are more important than marriage to Barney. Uh, suits. Laser tag. Laser tag, <laughs> obviously. Uh, apparently Lebanese girls. Lebanese girls, yes. Yeah. And, um, and no goatees. Yeah. Yeah, and no goatee. <laughs> and I said that too. I was like, Ted, the fucking goatee. Oh, thank God Lose for it. Barney. Yeah. And it's like, he's such, Barney's such a dog, but he does have good advice here and there. Yeah. I think his heart's in the right place. He's yeah, one of my, like, he's probably one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Oh, he's great. And yeah. he gets, I mean, he gets even better. Like, um, but I love that he said, don't think about getting married until you're 30. Because when I watched this the first time, I was like, Barney's such a player. He's such a dog. And I'm like, wow. That is... It's pretty wise. It's pretty wise. Um, and we'll we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So that's that scene, basically. Um, and then we finally get to meet Lily. Well, hold on. One more thing. 
Oh, yeah. Why are they also against laser tag? Oh, yeah. Remember, because he's like, I'm going to be playing laser tag. Oh, is that later in the episode? Fuck. No, no, no. That's that's this. It was now. okay. All right, because I had yeah. I had that written. Like, why are they also against laser tag? Laser tag's fucking awesome. Oh, can we, we find out? Uh, can we swear? I think you can tell the next. What'd you say? Are we allowed to swear? Oh yeah, I've already said the f word like eight okay. times. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> um, they do. You do get a little glimpse into what laser tag really is later. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll get talk into about that, yeah. that. Yeah. So um, the next scene, we cut back to the apartment. Marshall's fucking nervous, getting ready. And we finally get to meet Lily. Yes. Who is the best. We learned that she's a kindergarten, kindergarten teacher. teacher. Yep. And that a little boy got to second base with her. Rob. And, and so she opens up her jacket blazer and there is a purple handprint on her breast. Yes. And I will say, like, kudos to... I don't know, the prop department costume. It, it looks like a five-year-old's hand. Right? It's a little baby it's hand. It's a little baby hand. A little baby hand. And she has, you know, orange paint on her as well. You know, pretty. Uh, and yeah. as someone who works in an elementary school, finger painting day is the worst. It's very messy. I, I can't even imagine. It's very messy. Um, before we get into this scene, which is an important scene, I love her hair like this. Me too. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a roller coaster. With her hair. hair. Yeah. So uh, we got to give props here because it's it's so... It's, I love that cut. It's very Willow from, from, from Buffy. Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we see Marshall cooking dinner and she's surprised by that. Um, she's nervous about him because the last time he cooked, apparently he singed his eyebrows off. Yeah. You look really creepy without eyebrows. And that, you know, now that I'm not 27 anymore, like I remember feeling very grown up when you would like cook dinner and like that was like a big <laughs> yeah. thing and like it just kind of brought those memories back for me of like oh i'm grown i can i can make dinner for myself and other people like this is a big deal right. and like you know like how proud he was and how full of surprises he was of you know for the rest of that evening oh my god and that's one of my favorite parts of this episode is <laughs> is when he's like i'm full of surprises and she's and she tries to push him on it and he's like boogity boo <laughs> there and it is all. yeah that's it that's all i got <laughs> and lily's deadpan face i don't know how allison hannigan didn't or didn't pull, didn't laugh or finally they got yeah, a take, take without her laugh laughing because I still laugh. I've seen this episode uh, infinity times and I still <laughs> laugh at that. So he's, he sort of skirts that. And then we cut back to the bar mm-hmm. and Ted is talking to Yasmin, who is Lebanese, who, who is Lebanese. And Barney did the, have you met Ted on her? Yes. And it worked. And I put in all caps, Ted, be cool about your future wedding. Oh my gosh. And at, one thing I do like is how they kind of like flipped that trope on its head where it's like always the woman who's like, mm. oh, I've already planned my wedding. I've got my wedding dress picked out. I know where I'm going to get married and all of that kind of stuff. And I love that it's a man doing that. Yeah. But play it cool. You just met this girl. Yeah. And that's so true. And I think this is the first time and definitely not the last that we see the creators, um, Carter Bays and Craig Thomas sort of playing with the the form of the sitcom and like what's expected yeah. of different characters. Like, yeah, you wouldn't expect a, a dude to be um, nerding out on his fall wedding. <laughs> oh, Band or DJ. Band, who cares? They're going to dance. Yeah. Whatever happens, <laughs> Whatever they're going to dance. dance. <laughs> That's you know, like, and he's like, put um, so much thought into it and it's not. Right. You know. Right. All to a stranger. So right. we know that Ted is having a, <laughs> he's having a tough time. And he's a little forward. You know, yeah. like, I think we kind of 
get a glimpse into like if he feels a connection like he even if it's not reciprocated right. he's like all in already Ooh, yeah and uh yeah we definitely see that yeah. more so later on yeah. uh back at home i put lily has taken over cooking lol lol because <laughs> i had never noticed this but that is like extremely me Oh, I would to come take in over? and be like, oh my God, you're cooking for me. What are, what is this? Let me stir this. Let me do something. She's like got her apron on and has like completely taken yep. over this like surprise dinner for her. Yeah. That- and then we have the champagne argument. <laughs> and he wants to open the champagne. He's so excited. He hands it to Lily and Lily's hands it back. You're too old to be afraid to open yep. the champagne bottle. And then we see the split screen of them having one conversation mm-hmm. and Ted and Yasmin having the other. And we hear Bob Saget's voice from above talking about two big questions a man has to ask. Uh, will you marry me? And the first, the very first step, which is want to go out right. sometime. Um, yeah. And so Marshall pops a question. Yeah. And then they promptly have sex on the floor, which Marshall promised Ted he would not do. Yes. Um, And Ted gets rejected because it's actually Carl, the bartender's girlfriend he's been talking to all night. And that's what happens when you talk about yourself and don't ask ask anybody any questions. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Rule number one, Ted. Come on. One, he refuses to learn. Again. Marshall calls dibs on the fridge (laughs) Pop-Tart. Which is Um, so gross. Yeah, and he's really feeling himself after uh, a successful proposal and then having sex yes. on the floor. So he thinks he's going to be a big man and open the champagne. And he pops the champagne and the cork flies right into Lily's eye. Yes. <laughs> Boy, Back at the bar, shocker, Ted is still freaking out. That's basically his, his, his one speed this episode. Yes. Um, Barney, again, not paying attention to him, mystified that Carl, the bartender, has somehow landed a, le- a Lebanese, Lebanese girl without wearing a suit. <laughs> He's not even That's... wearing a suit. <laughs> yep. Um, and, you know, Ted's just going on and on. Like, even if I was ready, it's like, okay, where is she? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for her. And then we get that classic sitcom romance uh, move, the girl across Crossroad. the bar. Yep. Make eye contact. I was trying to... So we see this woman and Ted's kind of making eye contact with her as she's talking to somebody else. And I was trying to like read her lips because I was like, you know, if you ever did any acting, it was always peas and carrots, peas and carrots. But I got, it's so great to see you. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. That's right. Oh my God, we're nerds. I'm total nerds. But I remember, you know, from our acting days. um, Yes. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Yeah, it was a real conversation. There was no watermelon cantaloupe going on. No, no watermelon cantaloupes at all. It was so great to see you. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. So we meet this woman who is um, gonna play a big part. We feel with all this build this up music. And oh, and she looks so beautiful and green. She does. What a great color! Can we talk for her. about that. Great color. Um, Ted's also wearing green. Oh, shout out yes. to the costume department on that one. Kind of matchy matchy. Yeah, and Robin's so got those we... hoops. Oh yes, two thousand five is all about the hoops. Yes. Uh, then we cut. To black. That must have been a commercial and it sort of leaves you hanging like, oh my God. <gasps> What's going to is happen? Is this her? Yeah. Is this is her? This the mother? Have we gotten there? Like, is this what the story is going to be about? It's only the pilot. Uh, who can say? Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen, but it could be just, you know, this is how they met 
And now we're going to hear what happens. Yeah. Um, and then we cut back, and Ted's already in love, and he says, hey, Barney, see that girl? And he says, yeah. You just know she likes it dirty. <laughs> so we can always count on Barney to, to not be paying attention. Yes. And to pull Ted back from the edge. Bring it back of to course, reality. Ted's over, yeah, pull him back to reality. Because he's overthinking again, and then... Not only he's planned the wedding, but the children yeah. are named. They've retired. Yeah. They're growing old together. And Barney just kind of pulls him right back. Yeah, and Ted completely forgets that he has to take that first step. And Barney and pushes him her. to do yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. With the beloved With- game of, have you met Ted? And so then they start talking. Yeah, and they start talking, and... You can tell that this woman has a great sense of humor. She can kind of play off the awkwardness of the situation. And she's like, let me guess, Ted? And they just kind of have like a pretty good rapport immediately. So maybe Ted's instincts weren't so off. But um, they get to know each other a little bit. And turns out Robin is there with some friends. And I felt like this line was very 2005. So Robin's with a group of friends that... One had just gotten dumped by her boyfriend, and she's like, so all men are the enemy. And I was just like, it reminds me of, like, it's the 90s. Like, just one of those phrases that you would never say now, but... Oh, yeah. Um, made sense. And it's also, I mean, to me, that that little scene is like, okay, this was written by guys. Yeah. Like, you can kind of tell, like, a couple times... Yeah. A a lot of times during the first season, it's like, okay, men wrote this. (laughs) But it doesn't... I mean, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, we do have those nights where we just want to say, you know, F everybody, and I want to hang out with my friends, so... Definitely. before we learn more about Robin, though, we see a very short scene of Lily and Marshall getting in the cab <laughs> with uh, Lily with an ice, ice pack, pack on her, her eyeball. Her, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the cab driver thinks Marshall hit her. She's like, please, he won't even spank me in bed for fun. And that whole little scene with her clearly being the more like sexually adventurous one just made me think of her character in um, American, American Pie. Pie. Yeah, I felt like that was really channeling that. And I'm. I'm glad they didn't overdo that the rest of the series. I mean, Marshall and Lily are horn dog, and you horn get dogs hints for of each that other throughout, but it's not it's not as exaggerated as it is in the pilot, right. which is nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So back to Ted and Robin. Um. He asks her out and gets shot down at first because she's going to be busy next week. Mm-hmm. She's a big then, time reporter. Big time reporter. She works for Metro News One. She's going to Florida to cover a story about the world's largest pancake, and the man is also planning on eating it. So big story yeah. for her. So she'll be away for a while. Um, but then he tries again and takes a chance to ask her out for the very next night, and she says yes. It's, she, but I think she ahead. hands him her business card. <laughs> very 05. Very 2005. Yes. Yep. And then Ted, chivalrous as always, says he'll take a drink in the face to make her, to help her save face with her friends. Exactly. And she does. She takes him up on that offer. Yeah. And so Barney thinks he gets turned down, uh, but then he whips out the business card and shows that he actually succeeded in getting her number. And Barney's sad because they won't be playing laser tag the next night. Right. Which, again, why is everyone so against it? It's so (laughs) much fun. Caitlin loves laser tag. This is something well, new I'm learning I mean, about my best friend. If if you've ever played laser tag, it's pretty fun. Uh, two years ago, my son had a laser tag birthday party. And on the invitation, I invited all the adults to play. And I think they had more fun than the 10-year-olds. Oh, hell yeah. I'm sure. I mean, my dad was like up in the corner, like picking up, 
picking people off and like <laughs> just like living for it. So sniper. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And the kid, at the last game, the kids came out in tears. Everyone was crying because they wanted to play grown ups versus the the kids, and of course they lost. They got spanked. Yeah, so we ended the party on such a sour note because all these kids, like, <laughs> all these 10-year-old little boys and girls come out, like, crying because they just were annihilated. Now, in some families, <laughs> the adults would have the adults would have let the children no, win. No, not here. No. <laughs> no. No. Life's all about disappointments. <laughs> get, used, get used to it. Take it on the chin. Oh God! <laughs> so then we get we get a little scene from the next night when they're at the the bistro in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. uh, Ted and Robin. Yep, and they see on the wall with this beautiful lighting and a frame is a blue French horn, which is kind of an unusual piece of decor. Mm-hmm. And um, they start talking about it, and Ted makes the comment that it looks like a Smurf penis. <laughs> and then he wisely tells his children that's not something to bring up on the first date. Um, normally. Normally. Right. Normally. But Robin loved it. She was laughing. And so we feel like they get each other. Yeah. There's, like, again, that connection. And then, um, you know, Robin is... Oh, I'm jumping ahead. No, it's okay. I was, I was going to talk uh, about yeah. when Ted comes home from the date. Yeah, that's the next scene. So, yeah, he comes in after the date. And he says, Ted Marshall. With zero chill. No chill. None. That's 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 Ted, though. No chill. Um, yeah. And he starts talking to Marshall and Lily. And, um, you know, what are, what are the things he's always said about, like, his ideal woman? And so Marshall names one of those traits. And then they do a, a flashback to the restaurant scene where... Uh, Robin is talking about how she meets that criteria. Like she always, you know, Ted always wants a dog person. And uh, Robin has five dogs somehow in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. That's hoarding. Like I don't, I don't understand that. That's animal hoarding, Robin. And those are big ass dogs. They were big. They weren't like tiny little things. There's some big pups there. She needs, she's got, she's got an issue, but that's fine. Yeah. And then. Yeah. So he, she checks that box. Checks that box. And then she loves scotch, and it goes back, and it says that she loves a scotch old enough to order its own. Yeah. Um, so that box is also checked. And then yeah. a big one. Um, huge. Huge. The Olive Theory. So if you're a fan of the show, you know what that means. Um, so in Marshall and Lily's relationship, um, Marshall hates olives, but Lily loves them. So that complements each other, you know, like that they're um, – it's perfectly balanced. They mirror each yep. other. One likes it, one doesn't. So it's it always works out. And so turns out, Robin doesn't like olives, but Ted loves them. Ted loves them. So yep. it's the olive theory, which you know Lily brings up. She's like, oh, it's the olive theory. Like you're meant to be clearly. Yep, clearly. Um, and Robin can also quote uh, oh. uh, obscure lines <laughs> from Ghostbusters, <laughs> yes. which I love. How did I forget that one? Oh my god, that. Shit is amazing. I'm clearly very nervous about this podcast because <laughs> I know we were both like a little sick to our stomachs about to do this. So I hope you guys like it. Or if, um, or if you so don't, then, just uh, keep it to yourself. Yeah, just keep listening. <laughs> just put it on. Let it play. It. <laughs> um, we will get better just like this uh, show. Just like the show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then so Robin invites him over. She is not 
very um, timid herself. No. She, he tells her about the olive st- olive theory yeah. and immediately invites him invites him over to take care of her olives. Mm, wink, wink. That nudge, have been nudge. sitting in the fridge. Been looking for someone to give them to, and Ted takes her up on that offer, and so they go back to her apartment, and um, they're talking about the blue French horn and how she wants one, and she goes, "Got to be blue, got to be fun. French, not a green clarinet." And she says, "It's Smurf penis or no dice." <laughs> I love her. Me too. So they clearly, they're clearly vibing. Yes. And then work calls. Work calls, as it does for a reporter on the rise. And a news van pulls up and turns out there's a jumper. And Robin is going to cover the story of a man about to commit suicide on by jumping off a bridge. Yeah. So this seems, <laughs> this would have had to have been a very elaborate um Call me when I'm on my date and tell me there's an emergency kind of thing. So it's yes. definitely not one of those like setups. <laughs> it's real. She has a really important job. And there's um, a real emergency. Yeah. And she's very ambitious, so she has to take it. Yes. So it cuts away and Lily wants to know, or everyone wants to know if he Did you kiss her? Kissed her at the end of the date. And of course he didn't. Of course he didn't. He will tell a woman he just met about the wedding he has planned. But won't kiss her. Yeah. Yep. And Lily calls him a little bitch. Yep. And I love Lily for that. Keeping it real. Yep. Keeping it 100, mm-hmm. as the children as, say. As the children days. say, yes. Keeping it 100. <laughs> um, we're old as fuck, so. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Ted resents the fact that they that Lily and Marshall are giving him dating advice because we learned that they've been together since the first, first week, week of, fresh- of college. Yeah, first week of freshman year of college, and they've been together, and they've only ever been with each other, and that's been it. So who are they to say anything and give any sort of dating advice? And Ted's like, I didn't get the signal. I yeah. couldn't kiss her yet. But then Lily's like, okay, don't trust us. Trust the stupidest single person alive. And so they call Barney. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, then we get this amazing scene from Neil Patrick Harris, who plays Barney. Uh, Ted calls him, and the, we get this split screen of Barney doing a barrel roll across a, a laser tag course and just, like, shooting and talking at the same time. <laughs> and at one point, Barney threatens another player named Connor and says he's going to get his mom. <laughs> Connor's clearly a young child. But what is he doing up so late? Mm-hmm. Playing laser tag. That's so true. Right? Oh my god, it's like ten thirty at night. Yeah. Ooh, holes in the plot line. Or he has a terrible mom. He has a terrible mom. <laughs> yeah. What if she's like addicted to the arcade games in the other room? Maybe that's what. She, or she's at the bar. Poor Connor. Oh. Damn. Didn't think about that backstory. <laughs> uh, but there is a little. There is a little bit of trivia here about Neil Patrick Harris. A little fun. If fact. you wanna. If you want to share that one, Caitlin. Yeah, so um, that was the scene that Neil Patrick Harris did for his audition, and he told Allison Hannigan that he was going to do it. So she said, hit the wall when you've done it, so I know you did it. So he does the barrel roll and misjudges the distance, his (laughs) velocity, not sure, ends up hitting the wall and knocking himself out. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how you get the part. And that's how you got the part. Yes, he committed. You know, he was full, full, full commitment. Fully committed. Yeah, for sure. So Ted tells him they need to meet up. He needs to see him. And of course, Barney's answer to that is suit up, suit the f up, suit up. So um, they hop in a cab. 
Ted's got his suit on, and the cab is driven by a, another sort of series regular. Right? He's a series superhero that we love. Yes, Ranjit, the cab driver. Ranjit! Ranjit! I forgot that he was the cab driver in that first episode. Yeah, yeah, and he was... Well, we can't give spoilers, but... He's you see him again. From, yeah, he's a, he's a recurring character, and I, I completely forgot that he was... He was the very first, um, well, not the very first cab driver we see, but he's like, he's there from the jump. Right. And it's amazing. So they're talking in the car. Um, again, um, well, let's see. Barney brings up the Lebanese girls. Oh, well, that's after they get to Robbins, <sighs> but. Um, yeah. <laughs> because he's just, just so inappropriate. All jump, yeah, I just love they all jump in the cab. Oh, but like, they're, they're all going to go with their friend so he can kiss her finally and. So these people have no boundaries. We know that immediately. Um, they're very invested in each other's happiness. Yes, they are. Barney's excited about the suit. We find out Barney has a blog. Yes. And fun fact, too, is that, like, the websites that they talk about on the show, so if you are watching along as you listen, maybe, if he talks yeah. about a website, it's it's real. Or it exists. I don't know if they're still active because the show's been off now for a little while, but they, they really did exist, and they were hilarious and just like a really fun clever addition to the show that just kind of made the universe more real to you yeah. and um just fun really really fun yeah show. so there is a real barney blog i don't know if it's still live we'll look into that um and on the way to brooklyn ted stops at the little french bistro and grabs the blue french horn off the wall total burglary in yeah. broad daylight or broad Midnight light, <laughs> um, and runs out. And a very romantic, grand gesture for this woman he just met, who wants a a smart for penis, her yeah. own. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then they stop outside the apartment. Of course, Ted has to make it this bigger thing than it is. Like you're gonna give this speech about this moment yep. when I'm your best man, which you're, pisses Barney off because that's his. Ted is. His, his best friend, it's not Marshall. Marshall's not Ted's best friend. Um, and that's, again, another recurring theme throughout the series. Um, yeah. Who really is yeah. Ted's best friend. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ted always has to, you know, he's very big on the, the grand gesture. The big show. Right. right. So then uh, Ted tries to run away from the door when he hears the dogs barking because he gets scared. And his friends push him back. So it's I guess it's good that they came in the end. He shows Robin the blue French horn from where he's standing on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. and she lets him up. <laughs> and then we have the Ranjit in the cab yes. scene. Yes, and so um, Barney is saying that, you know, you must be, like, familiar with Lebanese girls. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm from Bangladesh. Um, and he's like, oh, my wife's very beautiful. And so he takes this picture off of his visor and hands it back. And then, and Barney and Marshall look at him, they're like, and they suck yikes. in, yikes. And Barney says, a simple no would have sufficed. Yeah. That's <laughs> a good one. And, then, um, and so then they go back, you see Ted and Robin in the apartment, and um, they're enjoying one another, having some conversation. Oh, yeah. They're getting along. Robin is DTF. Yeah. I mean, it's after midnight. She's let this guy back into her apartment. Mm-hmm. She's she's all about she it. Offered, setting yeah, singles she left and right. Offers him a martini, puts on Otis Redding. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So back in the cab, 
Barney tries to lawyer Marshall regarding yes. the, olive the olive theory. theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lily has stepped out of the cab to find a bathroom in the bodega because she hit her Barney limit. <laughs> needs, which, needs a break. Which happens to women around Barney. Um, and so Barney confronts Marshall about eating some Spanish olives at a bar <laughs> last week. What up? And Marshall confesses before Barney and Ranjit that he actually... He loves olives. He loves olives, but when when the olive theory was established, it was on their first date, his and Lily's first date, and she had said she hated, or she had asked for his olives. And he was like, sure, take them, I hate them. You know, because he was a freshman in college, he was a virgin, as he points out. He had never, you know, really dated anybody. And yeah. so he is going to say whatever he can to woo this woman. Yeah. And he said, I've been waiting. My, I'd been waiting my whole life for a pretty girl to want my olives. Oh, yeah. He's so <laughs> sweet. And, you know, Barney again says, don't get married. Here's an early wedding present. Don't get married. Yeah. Um, and then we cut back. We cut back to the Robin's apartment where things are getting hotter and heavier. Mm hmm. You know, they're saying, I think I like your blue French horn. I think I like your nose. And <laughs> fucking Ted. Oh, Ted. I think I'm in love with you to a girl he met yesterday. Ted. Classic and you get an amazing, you get an amazing smash cut <laughs> of, of a flash forward to the future when he tells all his friends. And they're like, what? And then you get his kids in the way future also saying 25 what? years. 25 years, and then Robin having the exact same reaction in the moment. Yes. Because... No one thinks this what? was cool, Ted. Yeah. What? And... Still hasn't kissed her, by the way. Nope. Nope, but... Still hasn't kissed her, jumps he... directly to I love you. Yeah. Classic Ted Mosby. Um, so that was great. Just You just get that little snippet, and then we're back in the cab. <laughs> And Barney's trying to talk Marshall out of getting married again. And then Marshall has this beautiful little speech. About how much about, he loves Lily. And... Yeah. He's scared, but he's not scared when he thinks about spending his life with her and, and not sleeping with other women. Right. He loves and her. he doesn't realize it, but Lily's, Lily's been standing him. there the whole time. Yeah. And he says, I like olives. And she says, we'll, we'll make, make it work. work. Just so sweet. And I think, um, you know, I was reading about the episode and somebody else had made this comment, but it is very true, is that um, Ted is really like more of like an idealistic person and really thinks that the perfect balance in a relationship is that kind of symmetry where someone doesn't like something and someone does, whereas Lily and Marshall really kind of find a way to make their differences work. And, you know, it's okay. It's okay that he doesn't love olives. It's okay. Or that he loves olives, rather. It's okay that the olive theory isn't real because they love each other anyway. And that's just a small piece. Right. And I mean, Ted sort of wrote them off as someone to get advice from early on. But they've been in a relationship. So they're 27. They've been in a relationship for almost 10 years at this point. Like, they know the ins and outs and the practical stuff. Like, more than just like like you said, like the idealism of it. Like, these are the people you probably should be listening to. Right. For advice, not fucking Barney. Not Barney. And not like theories that you make no, up, but that, you know. that are not real world experiences. Where, like you said, like Marshall and Lily have that that real world experience. They've been in a relationship yeah. together for almost ten years. Like they, 
They know. Right. So the olive the olive theory is not going to destroy Marshall and Lily. No, their like, relationship is bigger than that. <laughs> bigger than olives. Bigger than olives. Um, so we cut back to the apartment. Robin is freaked out. The mood is dead. They're yep. yeah. They're sitting on the couch, just like staring straight ahead. Both kind of horrified. Oh, and then Robin offers him her olives. He takes them and he says, you're so great. I love you. And he's like, oh, what's wrong with me? And I'm like, yeah, what is wrong with you? You don't do that. You Jesus do Christ. That. No. Um, no. And then we cut back to the cab again. Oh, and this whole time Lily has had a fucking eye patch on. <laughs> In the cab, we forgot to mention that. Oh, I forgot. There's a, one of my favorite scenes, too, is right after she gets the eye patch on earlier in the episode, she's sitting there, and her back's kind of turned at an angle, and she's sitting on the couch, and she's reading something, and Marshall goes to tell her something, and she jumps, and she's like, how long have you been sitting there? <laughs> like, right next to her. Like, like she had no idea. I Every time... I see that scene. I just lose it because it's hilarious. I love it, too. Oh, oh. she's so cute. Yes. Um, so Barney makes a one last pirate joke because he's made a couple. <laughs> and Lily decides that's the end of the eye patch. Whoops it up, throws it out. Yeah. And they decide that they're going to leave um, because Barney's starting to talk about gross stuff again, about the t- Ted and Robin having sex in front of the dogs. <laughs> Doing it doggy Lily style. again hits her. Yeah, Lily again hits her Barney limit and says, we can go to the bar. Fine. Just stop talking. So they leave Ted. They leave him. But what they don't know is Ted is getting kicked out of Robin's apartment. So we see Ted leaving Robin's apartment, asking not to be called a psycho. Yes. And I thought she handled that really well. And she was like, you know, if it were me, I don't, (laughs) I don't know that it would have been as gracious. Uh, I don't know if I would have ever talked to Ted again. No, I don't think so either. And I think maybe that speaks to the fact that, they really did get along, and that I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know how well I could have gotten along with somebody, and for them to have said that, and me still want to see them. Yeah, I mean it's it's a bit much, but it's a TV show. I don't know, I don't, yeah, and it's a TV show. Yeah, and I think she wasn't going to see him again, but then as he's leaving, he has a Ted moment I, of turning around. He's like, you know what? You know, Go ahead. I'm done with being single. So he has this whole moment, right? Um, and that kind of saves, saves it a little bit. Yeah. At least for Robin, it seems like she probably was just going to let him go on his merry way. Cause you know, she's hot living in New York city. She doesn't need reporter on the rise. Right, right, right. She doesn't, she doesn't need this, but you know, he's just this, this, I remember watching this for the first time. And this was the first point in the episode where I really felt for Ted. Mm. Like the whole time I was like, okay, he's a, he's a, you know, like a hopeless romantic, but here when he's talking about, I don't want to be dating. I want to be married yeah. because that's the stuff I'd be good at. Yes. You know? And it's like, Oh, I feel that way too. Like I'm not good at the games and the, will they like, should I call? Should I not? Right, all that bullshit. And, and yeah, I had to give him some credit for really just kind of putting himself on the line as ridiculous as it is that he is talking to girls. He just met about his wedding and he's telling other women that he just met that he loves them, but he's also like being true to him and, yeah. I'm done with this. I just want to be at the next stage of my life already. And I think also at age 27, like you start to kind of feel that way, you know, like I don't right. uh, like dating after a while sucks. Well, especially when you see your two best friends getting, getting engaged yeah. to each other. And, um, 
we didn't talk about this, but early, like at a, there's a moment in the one of the early bar scenes when Ted's talking to Barney, and he says, "It's always been Marshall and Lily and me," and now but now it's going to be, be Marshall, Marshall and Lily, Lily and me and me. So uh, he's he's going through he's going through it right now, yeah. um, and then they have this one final handshake on the stoop, and the handshake goes on and on, and she's kind of giving him some eyes and. And then smash cut to the bar, and he says, and that's it. And I'll probably never see her again. And everyone is <laughs> incredulous. And and he still, he has still, said, I love you to her twice and still hasn't kissed her. Still hasn't kissed her. And they're all debating about that being the signal or not. And yeah. uh, Ranjit is at the bar with them, and he's like, that was a signal. That was a signal. You should have kissed yeah. her. Yeah, Ranjit and Carl, the bartender, yep. both weigh in and say that was definitely a signal. Now, I will say this for Ted. It makes me happy that he is this concerned with getting consent from the woman that he's dating. Yeah. Before he kisses her, you know, because Marshall and Ted, I mean, Marshall and Barney have this moment where Barney just kisses him. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't get the signal from him. And of course, Marshall's like, no, you didn't. I, I swear. Um so I appreciate that. I appreciate that Ted doesn't want to kiss a girl that does not want to be kissed by him. Yes. But you said that you loved her twice. And also, I mean, she was lingering yes. on that stoop. And she lingered. And she's giving him eyes. And Yeah. I, she also, I mean, yeah, come on, Ted. There's chemistry there. Yeah, definitely. You could, it, it was palpable. And he just doesn't go for it. Yeah. He wants it, but he's scared of it. So, um, and so they, you know, they cut out and Barney's like, yeah, Ted, we're not on you anymore. Cause he keeps talking about (laughs) the signal and it wasn't the signal, but they've all moved on and are trying to cheers Marshall and Millie who got engaged. Yes. Um, and Marshall opens that bottle of champagne, like the no problem engaged man. He is exactly. He is a grown ass man and he can open his own champagne. Yep. Without you know, and then we get the then we get the Bob Saget voiceover from above, <laughs> you know, and it's panning out, and it's like, oh, I thought I'd never see her again, but I was just too close to the puzzle to see all the pieces or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, kids, is the true story of how I met your aunt Robin. <laughs> and I remember watching that. I mean, that hooked me. That yes. first episode, I was like, what? Yes. So all this for that, my friend Jeff uh, is the one who recommended the show to me. Um, and before I even watch, he's like, "I'm just gonna give a spoiler. Robin is the aunt. It's not the mother." And I was like, "That's so rude! What? What?" So I'm glad that was cleared up at least in the first episode. Because Jeffrey, how dare you? Yeah, Jeffrey, this is for you, and I know you're listening because, of course, you would. But <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god, you just..." You, like So I, I started watching it, and then they introduced Robin. I'm like, oh, yeah, they just become friends. It's Aunt Robin. It's not the mother. So I'm glad. So the pilot wasn't all that impactful for you. Not as you much, knew. no. And, Ugh. right? I, That's stupid of him. I'm mad at him. I don't even know him. <laughs> no, you do. I kind of know him, but yeah. well, not yeah. well enough not to well enough to, to berate him over it. Not well enough to give him what for. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh you know ted's dad voice says like i said it's a long story so now we know the mother's story isn't over but we also know 
the Robin story problem. Right. It can't be over because, because she becomes Aunt Robin. And so 25 years in the future, his kids know Aunt Robin. So Aunt Robin is still very much a part of the group, part of much, yeah. very much a part of Ted's life. Um, yep. We just don't know how at this yeah. point. So, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess the only thing we miss is that when she, when they're at the bar after he leaves the date, he sees her on TV. Oh, right. So he's like, I'll probably never see her again. And then she pops up on the TV. So there, there seems to be all these like signs. kismet moments, yeah. all these signs, right? That she's supposed to be in his life. So and Ted's very big on signs. Oh, the biggest. Yeah. Um, so what did you think of this episode overall? I, I mean, it hooked me, like you said, like mm. that. I mean, pilots are always kind of like this podcast, a little rough in the beginning. <laughs> but as soon as you really get to know the characters and their motivations <laughs> and their backstories and they just become a little bit more fleshed out and real. Um, but yeah. this was enough to draw me in and want to get to know the characters more, especially I just loved Marshall and Lily, I love their chemistry, their relationship, because they truly enjoy one another. You know, um, it's not, it's not like a begrudging relationship. They've been together for almost 10 years. They might as well get married. Like they really, truly enjoy one another and mm. love each other. Barney, I'm always, I feel like in the earlier seasons, he's so much, I mean, he's always a womanizer, but like, I feel like they get annoyed with him a little bit easier in the beginning of the series. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. He's always like giving a dose of reality, I think, to them and, yeah. and bring, bringing Ted back down. And I, I always just loved him for that. And he loves laser tag, among uh, you know <laughs> a lot of other things that he enjoys, which we can't talk about quite yet. Yes. But, um, we know the suits and laser tag yes, at this point. That, at this point, we know. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, it immediately drew me in. I wanted to watch more of it um i wanted to get to know these characters more learn more about their lives and and the universe that they cohabitate together and whatnot mm. how about you obviously we love the show so yeah obviously obsessed with it um, <laughs> but that that doesn't mean that it, during this podcast we're not going to talk about stuff that's like problematic into 2017 right. or you know just things like little holes and inconsistencies don't worry kate Those is the coming. master or what would be the the mistress uh, mistress, the masteress. The masteress. Of... That's actually a joke later on in How to Marry Your Mother, so we'll get to that. It's um, really hard not to do spoilers. Um, oh, my God, it is. So um, but for me, um, I mean, it's a pilot. Yeah. You know, in a pilot, you have, or the creators have 22 minutes to tell us everything we need to know about, we have five main characters yes. here. Or at least five characters that we're supposed to care about. So they have to give us enough of those people, so we'll tune in next week, and I mean... That's bound to make them sort of caricature-y. Right. But, but it also gets the, I mean, it, it, it does the job. Like, we know Ted's a hopeless romantic. We know Marshall and Lily are these horny lovebirds. Yes. And that they're also at this new stage in their relationship. So it's not stale for them. Like, right. We know that there's, like, big stuff coming, big changes. Um, Barney's a dog, <laughs> but also has some pretty sound advice when he's, well, yeah. you know, between the Don't write him off. Don't says. write him off. Right, and we know that Robin is very ambitious and also career unavailable. Yeah, yeah, a little unavailable because you know she turned down the first time because she was going to be out of town, and then she gets swept away at the end of the date. So we see we see enough of them that they are characters, but also a little caricature. But again, that's you know that's to be ex- expected, and 
it sets the stage going forward and sets up a lot of recurring gags <laughs> and scenes, which are always fun. And that was the hardest thing to not be like, oh, and then you see this later on. So yeah. Um, yeah. stay tuned for those because uh, uh, so much of this pilot gets uh, reworked and called back to yes. throughout the season. And that's another thing I just really love about the show. Kind of like Arrested Development, there's a lot of callbacks to earlier things. Um, yeah. You know, you, you might see a character now and they'll pop up again probably later on in the series yeah. somewhere. Yep. Um, the f- fun fact, uh, the friend that just got dumped, you see her in another episode later on. Yep. We won't say when. We won't say when, but we'll point it out when it happens. So then you mm-hmm. can go back and watch um, because if you're like us, you're obsessed with those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And I lost my train of thought. Yeah, well, that, that's bound to happen. Yeah. Um, so let's, we're going to wrap up every, every episode with a legendary moment. So our favorite moment from the episode. Yes. Do you have yours? I already said it. Like, it really is when Lily jumps and she's like, how long have you been waiting there? Like, it's just <laughs> such like a silly, unexpected thing. Um, yeah. And it's really hard to pick a favorite um from any episode but that one like yeah. you know because we rewatched the episode before we recorded the part the podcast so it was pretty fresh in our minds but that every time made me laugh yeah every time so good yes um for me my lunge my legendary moment <laughs> is the twist at the end when we find out that this whole episode has been building to uh <laughs> finding out that robin is their aunt yes. not the mother um because I think at that point we realize this is not your average sitcom. Right. And that they're going to play with... Um, stereotypes. Play with the, and- yeah, the stereotypes and the tropes of a sitcom. They're going to play with time. Because mm-hmm. we've seen some like jumps yes. forward and backward. I love that. Um, yeah. So and it's sort of... That, that at the end opens the door to us being surprised a lot more. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Good <laughs> Excellent. Hey, thanks. I chose a ha ha uh, moment and you chose like a deep, a deep one. A ha ha and an aha moment. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Wordplay. Yes. 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 Um, I, yeah. So that's, that's, that's the episode. I have a couple more little fun facts. Heck yeah. What you um, got? So at the end, when they're back at the bar and uh, Ted has failed to kiss Robin yet again, um, so they all get champagne. It was real champagne. And they wow. didn't know that. And the actor who plays Ranjit, Marshall Manesh, sorry if I'm saying that incorrectly, can't have alcohol because of religious reasons. And it was wow. real champagne. So how did he drink it? I None of them knew. And, and And friends, these facts are found on the internet. So clearly they are all true. <laughs> yeah please fact check us if you know better yes for sure that's crazy yeah and um also this was just something i noticed while watching it you don't there's an angle so when you look at the <gasps> friends at the in the booth right you see them yep. from i can't even like from like the audience viewer in a play right but there's just a couple yep. of times where the camera is the opposite way and you see where you were just sitting kind of you know it flips it and you don't see that I couldn't remember another time when we saw that angle of the booth. 
Uh, yeah, so you get, like, that wood, that weird wood, wood paneling yeah. angle, and, like, the lighting seems kind of strange. Yeah, yeah they looked, don't... I think they knew I that wasn't such a great, <laughs> great yeah. move. I don't know. It's yeah, weird. they don't... That's I don't know, remember if I if we see that again, but we'll definitely we'll definitely remember if it comes yeah, around I was because like, it oh. is. It's a weird moment. Yeah, because usually when I watch the show, I just it's it's like my go to like I don't know what else to watch. Let me just throw yeah. something on in the background. Yeah. It's it's almost always him yum. and uh, I just noticed that I was like, oh my god. Um, also, yeah, it's weird. Um, so right before Marshall startles Lily on the couch and right before like Ted walks in, um, Marshall, so Marshall's character was originally supposed to be a hypochondriac and he was about to tell Lily that he had, he thought he had dog diabetes. Oh my God. Why didn't they leave that in? I don't know, but that whole storyline for his character was completely scrapped. I, I looked quickly to see why but then i realized i didn't really care why it was scrapped or or wasn't you know whatever because i love marshall as who he is that's so funny but yeah right before um like when he startles lily on the couch like right before ted walks in he's about to tell her that he has dog diabetes i can't with him i mean he he stays pretty weird yes which is great i don't think he needed another layer. no 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 he didn't because that would have felt forced yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that would have been a lot for a, for a pilot to take it. Yeah. Like, he's a lawyer, and he's a, he has dog, dog diabetes. diabetes. <laughs> but he definitely, oh, I'm just thinking ahead to some of my other favorite lines and favorite scenes, and I can't wait until we get there to talk about them. I know. All right, well, let's close this one out, and uh, don't worry, everybody. Barney's suits get better, and so will we. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, I promise we'll get better. Oh, Holy my God. Moly. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's it for the first episode of Hey Beautiful. Yay! Um, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. We put up a little intro podcast yeah. if you want to learn more about us, if that's important to you. And, and it's okay we're... if it's not. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to know more about us and why we're doing this, uh, you can go and check that out. That's available now. You can email us yeah. at heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. At, at gmail.com. <laughs> Um, and you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Hey Beautiful Pod. Yes. We hope you'll come back next episode. Because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro outro music is by Owl All. Cool. And that's it. We did it! I'm so sweaty.